the Because of Summer Camp podcast, unearthing the deep-rooted lessons that camp actually teaches kids. Come find our show notes at camphacker.tv. Hello and welcome to our show. This is Because of Summer Camp, Episode 3, recorded on the 27th of February, 2014. Today's topic, Camp Teaches Kids Self-Awareness and Regulation, with guest Jocelyn Etsy Lewis. If you would like easy, automatic, free updates of our podcast, you can subscribe in iTunes or use the free Stitcher app. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Because of Summer Camp show, where we look to unearth the deep-rooted lessons that camp actually teaches kids. I'm Matt Hansberger, and at camp, they call me Iskis. And I'm Ian Patton, and at camp, they call me Array. So today, joining us, we have Jocelyn, or Etsy Lewis. How are you doing today, Etsy? I'm very well. I'm excited to talk with you guys about this subject. Excellent, excellent. So Etsy, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your history with summer camp or any experience you have with summer camp? Sure. Um, I got involved with residential summer camps pretty late in the game. Uh, comparatively, I uh, started after graduating from university in an education-related program, and uh, but I found that it really um, dovetailed nicely into a lot of the things that I um, hold to be true and in my um, philosophy of life and how I want to live my life. So I worked at Cairn for two summers and previous to that I worked at um, another residential summer camp um, which was really just the dress rehearsal for Cairn. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right. And do you want to tell us a little bit about what, what it is you're doing today now? Sure. Uh, I am studying teaching English as a second language with uh, an online program. Uh, I'm almost finished. I just have three courses and a placement left. And I also am working full time and, and, and I live in a community house um, in downtown Windsor where um, where Christian women and women who are transitioning in some way and are coming out of some kind of sh struggle um, can live together and support each other and um, work t together to support each other to meet goals and and uh, and also reach out to our neighborhood. Um, if you're familiar with intentional communities, we're an intentional community where we you know eat dinner together and have community rhythms and have a big community garden next door and talk to our neighbors. Really cool. Well, th thanks again for joining us, Etsy. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what you have to say and chatting with you. Uh, both Array and I have had the, the pleasure to work with uh, Etsy in the past. Array more so than me. Um, they had the Etsy and Array had a chance to direct our LIT program together at Cairn, um, and I was got to literally be the fly on the wall and share the office with those two, um, which made for some of the most hilarious, distracted, but we'd always come up with something great to finish the conversation with conversations. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So 
Uh, my friends, today on the show, we are going to be talking about self-awareness and self-regulation and uh, some ties between those and uh, some themes. And once again, we're going to give you a lovely tangible takeaway at the end, something for you to work on. So uh, stay tuned for that at the end. But to start things off, Ray, would you like to uh, give some the folks out there some insight into self-regulation and awareness and what that means to you? Absolutely. Um, so when I think about uh, self-awareness and self-regulation, I think about knowing someone's needs and their limits and knowing what it is that they need in order to be successful and happy and uh, feel like they're set on track. So it talks a little bit about well, the concept deals a little bit with um, setting people up for success and most importantly setting yourself up for success. I think that's a huge important thing uh, for self-regulation and self-awareness because if you're aware of your own needs, you're able to, well, <laughs> set yourself up to do awesome, cool things. Um, and I think that there's a little bit of a tie-in that we might talk a little bit later on about entitlement in youth um, and potentially a sense of holding uh, oneself accountable by knowing your limits and making sure that you are doing the awesome things that you're able to do, but also knowing when it is time to say, hey, wait a second, I'm doing enough awesome things right now. I need to make sure that I'm doing well as well. Uh, with you 100%. Um, we're going to talk a lot about the uh, awareness uh, part of it. Uh, and being a, and understanding what you how you really feel and I think um, that that'll be a big theme coming up uh, for for me I think in terms of uh, situational uh, awareness and uh, how you fit into the picture of things it, it go, really ties into big picture thinking um, and looking at the the ripple effect of actions that you have and realizing that you as a person has have the capacity to do many things and respond many ways to situations and um, the regulation part of that is is coming in and, and filtering through all of those options and picking the ones that will serve best in a situation or will serve best to help other people. So um, there's a tie to empathy there when it when you realize that sometimes it might not be the best time to talk, it might be the best time to listen, or uh, situational awareness when, for instance, at camp, we know that camp is one of the most stressful places in the world. But it's one of the best places to be stressed in the whole wide world, so that works out. But if you're really stressed about something that you need to get an announcement ready, organize a group, plan the schedule for next week, um, and something spills and something breaks, and on top of all of that, you have a camper who comes up and is crying or two campers are fighting, you need to realize and be aware of yourself that if you're frustrated, you're probably not frustrated at those two kids. You're probably frustrated with all the other stresses you have going on, and then regulating that uh, response so that response is free of the, all those negative emotions and you'll give the best attention that those kids or that camper will need so um, you're you're capable of a lot of a lot of things um, it's picking and choosing the right one that sometimes is tough so uh, Etsy I would love to hear a little bit more from you about what this concept of self-regulation means to you and personally why it's important to you yeah excellent um, I think that it's about um, that we're all responsible for our own behavior and for our own learning, for instance, in certain contexts, and for knowing our own limits and responding to them in a healthy and productive way um, and proactively. So knowing, uh, kind of predicting how you'll respond to a situation before you are in that situation. Um, it's important to me because um, as a active leader type person, I tend to 
um, if I don't watch myself, push myself beyond my limits and then burn out. And then I'm essentially not doing what I was set out to do. So um, uh, it's in, I, I think it's important because it uh, helps me to live my life in a more balanced and um, I, I hesitate to say happy, uh, but I mean, but essentially in a more happy way. I, I think that's that's totally fair. I, I remember one thing, Etsy, that you really taught me um, was understanding uh, the the importance of hydration and how that affects your attitude. And um, I'll I, I'll never forget the conversation that we had about how sometimes when we don't drink enough water we get cranky. And I don't know if that was just you telling me that I should drink more water because I was being cranky, but I suspect. Um, <laughs> I think one thing that uh, I can associate with you is your awesome water bottle with its uh, strap to keep it with <laughs> you at all times. And, and whenever I am feeling cranky, I think Etsy would tell me to be hydrated right now. So, um, that's true. yeah, I, I, I love that uh, talking about that aspect of it too. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, I totally. Sorry. Tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally agree with the hydration point. Etsy is totally on hydration all the time to make sure that we are all staying happy and healthy and making sure that we're taking ourselves to account. And that's one of the ways you taught me to be a better self-regulator or being more self-aware in terms of my needs at camp. But I was curious if you can think about any other ways that uh, you might see self-regulation or self-awareness being taught at summer camp. Um, I think that self-regulation is taught like on a daily basis at camp. It's kind of just a part of how it operates. Um, I think in uh, many contexts you only see a person in uh, a working world or in a classroom or um, or just in one context and uh, a camp uh, puts all the context into one. So you campers and staff and are clearly physical beings in the context of summer camp, you have to eat, you have to sleep, got to drink water, um, and that's just we know that at camp. Whereas in some contexts, it's like, well, why are you taking a break to eat that granola bar? Stop wasting time. So um, I think that uh, it's really clear that that's a part of camp. Um, I, I noticed that uh, it's really important to. Um, it's really important to reflect and to um, and that we value that at summer camp and that our emotional and spiritual needs are also part of the picture because you know we're not just working together we're living together um, as well as with campers it's um, it's not a, a classroom where children are are to sit still and be quiet and that's what their role is, it's um, this whole, it's important to, um, I noticed, sorry, I noticed that uh, camp has taken into account uh, of children's physical and, and emotional needs much more um, ahead of the curve. And, you know, you encourage campers to reflect and to get, and you give them choices and planning what's going on in the week, um, which helps them to think about what they uh, want and predict their own responses. And, and we also, like, as camp leaders, look at what the group needs and respond to that. So if your cabin is full of 
really hyper kids and you had a quiet activity plan, you're encouraged to change that. Um, and we also encourage campers to self-regulate themselves by, um, you know, communicating when they need to change their own choices. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Etsy, we, when we reached out to you, we gave you a big list of topics that we thought were um, being taught and we saw being taught at summer camp and um, self-regulation and awareness kind of jumped out at you. Can you uh, talk a little bit more about why, what uh, made you feel called to speak about this topic, please? Yeah, certainly. Um, I think that it popped out to me because it's something that um, I haven't historically mastered. Um, and uh, I found my time at Cairn specifically, a time when um, I was I, I was really encouraged to reflect on what I needed to do to self-regulate. Um, for instance, um, you know, having a, a wellness partner to talk to you about how I'm feeling and physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, and uh, having uh, check-ins with my uh, superiors about how everything's going, but not just about how the work's going, but how I'm doing, like how I'm feeling and thinking. Um, and um, also just realizing that um, in the context of camp, um, I, I realized a lot of things about myself and what I need specifically like uh, interpersonally and um, how to uh, look for them. For instance, like I need to talk to people. That's a thing. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so sometimes I needed to uh, like not do what I had planned to do, but actually just sit down and have a conversation with whoever's around and have like a fun moment instead of working on what we we're doing. Ray and I were actually really good at having like these fun breaks where we'd go to our like other office that was not actually a desk, was like a playground and just like <laughs> curl up all around or like be pirates or we did a lot of random stuff. So it was good to have like those brain breaks and I think that was an important thing that I kind of assimilated about self-regulation that you know it's important to take breaks and it's important to um, recognize my needs. Absolutely. And to, to kind of follow up on that, Etsy, with all those uh, great lessons that you um, that you realized uh, that you had the capacity for at camp, how does that relate to what you are doing today? So working and um, I'm sure there's some themes you can tie together with the community house that you're living in right now. Uh, could, would you mind talking a little bit about how that plays into what you're doing today? Yeah, definitely. Um, since I'm, I'm doing uh, a lot of things, at the moment between working and uh, being in school and um, kind of serving in, in my household. Um, I, it's really important to stay balanced and to recognize my limits. I also to encourage the people around me to recognize their own limits. Um, living in a household, like living together, you need to um, give each other space to um, to have those moments of realization that you're beyond your limits or um, you need to talk, like encourage each other, just like, so like what's going on here? Like what do you, what do you need? Like what do you, 
what are you looking to, what's your goal, and how are we going to get there? And, um, you know, uh, I think that uh, living in a community together, um, I, I can say to my, my roommate, like, hey, like, you seem really tired, like, are you getting enough sleep? And, or we can talk about how uh, they want to make more uh, connections in the community so they have more people to talk to you about what's going on with them. And, um, yeah, so basically, like, it, it connects by I'm, I'm both relearning and, and remembering the, the lessons of, like, I need to check myself and also communicating communicating that to other people that they need to check themselves and and see what what they need to continue on in a positive way. Mm -hmm. uh, I really like what you said there, Etsy, about giving people space and letting people um, letting people take those experiences and realize their limits on their own. To to me, it really ties to that thought of. Uh, if you have those experiences and put yourself over the limit with a little bit of self-reflection, that makes you more self-aware because you have just become even more aware of a new limit that you have, of uh, a new uh, kind of tipping point for yourself when, when you need to start asking other people for help. So when you come back to that experience the next time, um, you're aware, hey, I'm getting close to my limit. Maybe I can divert myself away from getting to that limit again or like you said with Array you guys can if you're getting stressed you can go out and be pirates for a little bit so that you don't get to that level of stress that maybe once happened definitely yeah I think you're completely right in like encouraging um, oneself to reflect and other people to reflect so that they can um, take responsibility for the for their for their lives and their behavior Yes. Absolutely. So I think I think that what you touched on a little bit also talks a little bit about helping other people set themselves up for success. So knowing limits and stuff. And I think that what you touched on in terms of what you're doing today, I think that a lot of part of your community living is helping others set themselves up for success. And I think that's really intentional and really really cool that that it's like so directly related with this topic. It's pretty uh, pretty interesting. So um, what I, what I kind of want to do from here is I want to talk about like the bigger context. So outside of just from the camp world, because sometimes we get wrapped up in that idea of camp being the <laughs> camp world, the real world being the real world. But let's be serious. I think that self-regulation, self-awareness are uh, <laughs> pretty darn important in both cases. Um, so I was just gonna open up the floor to ask you guys, <laughs> why do you guys think that self-regulation and self-awareness are so important in the real world? The real. <laughs> the real, right, 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 right. The real. <laughs> Monday. That would be a new podcast on its own. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a, a really important point that, like, although camp is, is different from the rest of the world, that um, it is real also. <laughs> um, yeah, like, living together and working together, that's as real as it gets. <laughs> it does get real. I, I I think I think it's really uh, just to to kind of start things off. We were just talking about how um, it's important to set others up for success, and um, I think it, that this concept extends to make the world a much more collaborative place as well. Um, of helping other people become self more aware, and through your 
self-awareness, you're able to do that. I like that little tie to it that it's, it's a lesson that you can learn and put into practice really easily at camp. Um, but I think it's a little bit harder to search for that um, in the real world. I think Etsy, you have a, a great advantage of being able to do that as part of your daily life and keep living in community like that and doing it intentionally so. Um, but I think, I think it's hard to do, uh, to help others be uh, good self, self-regulators. Um, yeah, just throw that out there in the universe. But Etsy, uh, do you guys have any thoughts? Um, I think that I think that um, in the real world we're always going to be um, whole people, um, and that you can't take one part of yourself in a in a context um, and not take the rest of yourself. There's uh, there's this idea that in in school and work context that you can leave the rest of yourself at the door, and I think that to a certain extent they, there's a point there where you know, you need to be professional and you need to, um, you know, respond appropriate, appropriately to the situation, but um, you don't just stop being um, a physical, emotional, spiritual being because you're um, at work um, or because you're at school. And um, so I think that in the real world, it's, a world, it's um, challenging to uh, recognize that and um, and to uh, strike a balance between, you know, like, for instance, like, if you're a person who needs to take some quiet time to reflect in order to be centered in your day, um, you know, instead of spending your entire uh, lunch break talking to your coworkers and eating, maybe you need to spend, like, 10 minutes of it by yourself with headphones in and be quiet or vice versa you know like maybe instead of secluding yourself from everyone around you you need to strike up a conversation with someone absolutely i think that you're absolutely right in the in the outside world of camp it's tricky sometimes to find that balance and to find like a holistic almost approach to your life because it's so easy to get wrapped up in immediately what you're doing like when you go to work you're there to work so that's the work part of your being but you don't necessarily you're, well, you or you pretend not to or you forget to be self-aware and regulate yourself properly in terms of making sure that all your needs are met absolutely that's a really good point it's very tricky to do that so I'm trying to think now what what would workplaces look like if like we all had an understanding of self-awareness and self-regulation I think that you touched on this a little bit already Etsy like people would you'd see people taking these actions actively um, to ensure that they get their social time like I like to chat, so I'd probably be chatting, whereas um, my brother might be having his headphones in, taking a break, uh, listening to some music or something. But I'm trying to think about what other potential changes there might be in the workplace or in the outside world, if you will. Um, if you guys think there'd be any other sort of changes if everybody kind of had this self-regulation or self-awareness lesson that camp sometimes teaches. I think it's interesting because I, I think I think to myself right now that the judgments that sometimes we pass on each other and the judgments that other people pass on each other, I mean, we're all uh, guilty of doing it. And sometimes we don't think about that um, that task of self-regulation that people might be doing. You don't you don't think of that perspective of when somebody's wearing headphones, maybe they are a social person all the time and they are just taking a break. Um, so I think if 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 everyone 
takes a special interest in regulating themselves, the fallout of that um, is that people are much more understanding when other people are doing that as well. So we have much more um, uh, efficient spaces, but we also have much more understanding spaces of each other that um, it builds it builds empathy, I think. Is, is what it comes down to because everyone goes through that journey together and it's not it's not easy to be self-aware um, and and really and be conscious of what what's going on all the times and or all, all of the time so uh, I think that uh, concept of being kind of in it uh, with everyone else gives you a new respect for other people as well um, and can bring up more conversation about how we're doing it together and I think it would be a lovely, lovely workplace, and I mean, camp is a lovely workplace. Absolutely, um, yeah. we don't we don't think of it as a workplace ever, but but <laughs> I think place, it is lovely. A play space almost. Right, but yeah, it is. But it's so great because people um, are constantly making an effort to uh, regulate themselves and um, deal with the stresses of things. So we understand that if someone's in a bad mood or if someone's um, upset in that moment that there's a place that we can have to either help them, let, let them experience that, offer a chance to do so, or to just um, let people go because we know that they are in the process of regulating themselves. That's a great point. I think that, um, I think that when you take that time to center yourself or regulate yourself, um, it allows you to be more empathetic. Um, and I think on the other hand, um, when you're not self-regulating, it's much easier to get grumpy and judgy. Um, you know, it's, it's easy when I am uh, not really um, taking time to rest and, and reflect and sleep. Um, it's easy to say, well, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't this person at my workplace, why would they not do this? Like, it's so easy to do it. It takes three seconds to do it, and how come they can't get this done? But if I'm like, you know, bringing it in, censoring myself, um, it's easier for me to um, say, you know, like I can see where maybe they just were having a good work-life balance, and they just go home at the end of the day, and maybe everything's not perfect, but they were home for dinner, you know, and that's a good thing. So. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. I, I notice it a lot at my coffee shop because there's like 300 million things to do and there's rarely enough time to do it. So, um, yeah. So it's easy to come in in the morning and say like, why didn't you sweep the underneath this table? I, I like that. No, I like that a lot because um, we were talking, we, we talked a lot about what, one summer at camp um, during outdoor education, we talked about getting jobs done properly mm. um, and uh, getting and doing them just for this, the sake of doing it because it's the right thing to do and setting other people up for success um, as well and being, and being self, uh, being aware that you have the capacity to do that job properly um, and that and that's a that's a your responsibility thing. Being um, self-aware is realizing that you have the potential in that moment to a think about it and b act on doing that job done doing doing that job properly. Um, so sweeping under the tables, wiping the bottoms of the counters. I know um, at, at camp we were. It, it's one thing to clean the bathroom, 
but it's another thing to clean the tops of the toilet tanks and lift the magazines up and clean the top of the toilet tanks or to clean around the bottom of the toilet. That's doing a job properly and being aware of that I think is, is a great uh, a great aspect. And, and then furthermore, it's not placing that expectation on other people as mm-hmm. well. Knowing that you're your own person and you, in this moment, it's, it's, it's awesome that you are being aware and regulating and um, those actions to do the job properly, but not everyone's in that same headspace at the same time. So doing the best you can do in that moment without expecting return. A little bit of integrity ties into that, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And I think that self-regulation is all about finding the balance in terms of as much as you know you're able to do all the things, I think that self-regulation ties into doing the job as properly as possible, but making sure that you also take that extra step to make sure that you take, that you make sure you get that drink break, you make sure you get that being a pirate break, whatever it is that you need to have, a pirate break, whatever it is. (laughs) That's a funny funny way to put things, a pirate break. A pirate break. (laughs) That's great. Okay, my friends, any last thoughts on uh, self-awareness, self-regulation? All right. Oh, oh. Etsy, sorry, go ahead. I think, that, um, I think that one thing that I've noticed uh, is that um, we place a lot of value on, um, on productivity and being really busy, and, um, and sometimes that's at odds with our um, ability to uh, be balanced, and I think that that's like a topic that um, you know we, people talk about it all the time. But I think it's it's something that uh, we need to return to and and uh, and realize that perhaps being as busy as you can be is not what is best for your um, mental and physical and spiritual health. Absolutely. Will it will it make you feel better? Uh, like your awareness comes in. Will it make me feel better to finish this top this this assignment, this project, this task in the moment, or will it will it make me overall feel better to go and grab a drink and walk around my room for a little bit? Yeah. Take a pirate break. <laughs> I see a sub. I see a subtitle for this podcast episode coming on, right? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said the blog will be done. It'll just title it mm, Pirate Breaks. Pirate Breaks? That's <laughs> good. I like it. <laughs> okay, are we ready to move on to some tangible takeaways? I think so. Beautiful. Okay, so uh, for those of you tuning in for the first time, the tangible takeaway is a section of our show at the very end where all three of us, or however many are on the podcast, uh, will be giving you a challenge for the time in between the two podcasts. We're going to try and release them every two weeks for you to check out, and within those two weeks, we're going to give you a suggestion that is um, both achievable uh, and a, a has the ability to permeate into your lifestyle. So you you should be able to take this challenge and integrate it, even if it's just for these two weeks, uh, even if it's just for a day. Uh, we're going to give you some ways to kind of in, to interact with self-regulation, self-awareness, or whatever the topic may be for this episode. So uh, Etsy, would you like to kick things off and challenge our listeners with the first tangible takeaway? Yeah, certainly. Um, yeah. I'd like to challenge everyone to... Uh, listen to themselves, listen to your whole self, and I'd like you to all identify um, 
a physical, interpersonal, emotional, and spiritual need that you have, um, which might be quite challenging. And then, but if you can just find one, that would be awesome. And then start a new habit to keep yourself on track with that need and keep yourself centered. That's great. Excellent, yeah. Uh, I can go next, I guess. Um, the one that I'm thinking of, or the one that I've come up with, is it's kind of a social experiment, if you will. Um, sometimes I like to talk, and sometimes in a discussion setting especially, I really like to make sure that uh, my points get across, which makes me come off a little bit, you know, rude and all those fun things. Uh, but my challenge for you is to, um, when, when you're in a discussion or when you're talking, try to let an idea go by. So you, ha you have something in your mind or you have some uh, topic and just try to let it go by and see if it comes up from somebody else. Or even if it goes by and nobody brings it up, just try to let it go by to show that sort of regulation and that ability to ensure that other people's needs are also being met. So the idea of ensuring that um, other people have the opportunity to learn and grow, but also uh, it, that you have the self-regulation to be able to hold on to that as you will. That that's excellent. I think that I think that's really great. Um, so Ray, I think we we lost Etsy in there. Do you, would you mind uh, sending her another invite? See if we can get her back for the the end. I can definitely give that a shot right now. And thanks, man. So uh, what we're gonna, or I guess I can give you my tangible takeaway in the meantime. So um, I want to tell you about uh, the apple theory. Or um, you, can go, you can insert your favorite fruit or vegetable in there. So I know I, I really like apples, but I really, really, really like mangoes. So we'll call it the mango theory. Um, <laughs> and I, actually, I heard this. Uh, this was something that I heard on the radio the other day about uh, living healthy uh, for yourself, uh, healthy living tips. So this is your uh, tangible takeaway. So the uh, the mango theory or apple theory says that if you are hungry or you think you're hungry. Um, this, it's a way to kind of curb bad eating habits, and I know how how bad I am sometimes at just opening up the drawer and grabbing like uh, a thing of uh, like cheese puffs or chips or something like that, stuff that's really not so good for me. And and I'm aware that it's not very good for me, but usually after the fact, after I've already eaten half a bag or something terrible like that. So the uh, the apple mango um, kumquat, whatever you want it to be, theory. Uh, says that if you think you're hungry and you want, you have an impulse to get something, or you're, even if you're going for a bag of chips, is to think in this moment, um, am I hungry enough that I would want uh, my favorite fruit or vegetable in this moment? So I say to myself, am I hungry enough that I would want a mango, or an apple, or a banana? And if you're hungry enough for it, then you have that, and that's good, a good choice for you to have. An apple, banana, or mango is a great choice for you to have, but. Uh, if you're not, if you're like, oh, no, I don't want a mango, I really want that bag of chips, you're probably not hungry and you're probably just kind of going on your impulses there. So this is a, an exercise in delayed gratification a little bit, but I think it's more, it really does tie to awareness and uh, uh, self-reflection because you give yourself a chance to think, do I really need this in this moment? Is this what I really want? And if it's food, then why not make a good healthy choice with that food? So being aware that sometimes we trick ourselves into either unconsciously eating or um, we, sometimes we need to realize that being hungry is okay, but being hungry for the right stuff is important too. Absolutely, making sure needs are met. I think that's excellent. All right. 
So if you want to check out anything that Etsy's involved in, or if you want to comment or share some ideas or thoughts, definitely head on over to the blog and add some comments and share some of your insight or anything that you think about, or even if you think my haircut looks funny or something. Um, and I think that's all we have for today, unless, Iskis, do you have anything else that you'd like to add? No, I, I think that's great. Uh, we would love for you to tell us how your tangible takeaways are going. So on, if you check out camphacker.tv and find the Because of Summer Camp podcast link, uh, check out the blog post. We'll write down the tangible takeaways for you to get at. And on the blog or on the YouTube video, however you're going to find this uh, podcast, please comment and tell us how it's going. And uh, we would love to chat with you and hear about how that's going. And even if you have some, own, some uh, tangible takeaways for other people, That'd be really cool too. So I, I think uh, I think that that wraps it up for a little bit. We'll make sure we post uh, Etsy's links and ways you can get in contact with her on the blog too. So thanks, Array, and thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for the evening, friends. The Because of Summer Camp podcast is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultant. Thanks for listening. Camp Hacker, bringing your world into focus.